say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is KC from Caveman, and uh, yeah, how you guys doing? G'day, KC. Thanks for joining us tonight, mate. Yeah, not a problem. Thanks for having us. No worries, man. So before we get into talking about your latest album, Evolution, mate, I think it's important for listeners to know the backstory of your caveman, because it's not your average band coming of age story, is it? Well, it's quite a funny story, actually. Like, we, we, I could definitely just make a generic metal band and talk about, you know, who we are and what we do or something theatrical, but really go past theatrical is what I like to do because I used to be a wrestler. So, like, uh, I was all about developing characters um, and our, our, our main characters uh, for everyone else. So, like, I was out scouting for new characters for a wrestling company and I found these masks. Just this image hit my head. I'm like, I seen these, like, like, it was probably like a cheapest chip store version of these like really funny looking caveman masks with wigs on and i like, just just seen them with guitars and drums and everything and i'm like wow this this has got to happen that was this was back in 2005 so um the band really didn't take off to 2010 when um i actually met todd hansen who is um the drummer from king parrot and the berserker and uh he actually wanted to drum for a different project i was doing and then instantly I pitched him Caveman, and that's when stuff really started to get real. So Caveman is somewhat of a joke right, yeah. at the same time. At the same time, we're still being serious with it. It is a side project for both of us. Um, so me and Todd being the main two guys behind the band. But um, at the same time, it's, it's uh, yeah, we're still trying to take it pretty serious while doing it. And in retrospect, to try to compare it to bands like Psycho Stick is the best way to put it. You know, Psycho Stick are... Uh, a, a big joke band but they're really serious about the, the project and so it's still being a side project it's still a pretty serious project for us right very cool and um you sort of you've got the whole backstory right the evolution of the band and you've come from come from caveman era and stuff like that banging chicks over the head with your with your club to take them back for breakfast and shit like that <laughs> it's, 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 a, it's a whole encompassing part of the band isn't it like it's the whole backstory and the whole image is actually an important part of the band and the music you know Oh, well, it, it's, it's crazy to think that they're, they're like, uh, tracing it back to movies like Encino Man's a good influence for the band uh, to be frozen in, in today's day and wake up and try to blend in to today's day. So, like, you wouldn't kill the guy or lock him up. You'd try and train him to make him do things right, but he's really pissed off about things in general, you know? Like, he, he likes eating people because that's an easy option when there's nothing in the fridge. <laughs> so, it's, it's like, cannibalism is bad. Stop doing that, you know? Like, and also, like, just wacky. They're also dumb, but they're pretty smart, but they're also vicious. So there's just a, a mixture of just weird shit going on, you know? <laughs> I just, like, I didn't want anyone to go too serious. Like, there is serious songs in the album. But uh, we did that with the first album. We just went all serious with it. And I felt like that was very boring and everyone's doing that. So, like, I'd rather do something not so serious and have fun with it. Yeah. So you dropped your second album, Evolution, back on May the 23rd, mate. So how's the reception been for it? 
Um, very quiet to begin with, to yeah. be honest. That's why I'm reaching out to everyone to hear it, because it seems like KBNR underground mm-hmm. <laughs> still a little bit, but uh, promoting on the internet is, is quite hard. I guess every band can relate to something like that. Um, but uh, our other bands that me and Todd are in, so like we're, we're pitching it that way. Um, but it's only been, I think, two weeks it's been out, but it's it's been a slow start, but people are catching on so far, I think. Yeah. So tell us about the album musically, mate, and what you were going for with it. Uh, well, um, this is uh, outside the box here, behind the scenes. I actually produced the whole album by myself. Oh, okay. The guys in, in the video are, you know, just guys to do live stuff. Uh, so this is like a one-man band coming inspired by Luke Kenny, the berserker himself, who, you know, makes all the music himself and then gets guys to do it live. However, um, Todd, my drummer, did drum on the first album but uh this one he was meant to drum on it but i ended up uh doing it that great i get not just great also he said um it was very very technical so i went a little crazy with it with the drums on the album so <laughs> for him to have to re-drum all that i think he just thought leave my image <laughs> yeah leave, leave the fuck that as well but also leave <laughs> leave my own imprint on the album the way i was going for it so this is completely produced by myself on it um from from comparing to the first one like i said i didn't want it to be as serious um there are the serious songs on there but the biggest step to me was making something a lot better in production value because the first album was the first metal album i ever recorded and produced and i think it's very hard to listen to (laughs) some good songs there but i think that um the thing that made me start this album reviving the band uh, because we hadn't done anything in a while since 2010 uh, was uh, I started messing around with metal production, um, and I think I I, I, I was onto something. And as soon as I you know got the right sound, it was like hold my poodle, I got this. You know, <laughs> <laughs> just watch watch me go. <laughs> it was flowing like I, I, It's unbelievable how fast, and I love it when that happens. It really happens with music. How quick, like this album just flowed out of me. Like I I, I had to stop myself. From making so much music on the album, like I'm, like, I gotta put, put a cap on it. We must hit 21 songs. So I was like, yeah, I'll stop. I can probably do a sequel if it demanded enough. But yeah, uh, I think it's it's great. And even if it is overkill, um, and this is our only album, at least we went out with a bang, you know. <laughs> so I'm happy with what it is. Cool. Uh, you said in the press release too that you added more elements of humor and tribal elements on Evolution than you did on the debut. Gondwana land. So, yeah. how, how so? Could could you like? Is that more visual or is it like musical? What do you say? Oh, what I meant by tribal is just really getting the percussion in there. Like Slipknot's a big influence in there, uh, but like way more sounding like it is a bunch of cavemen in the, in the band playing it rather than you know just drums, bass, guitar. Um, I really went for a lot of atmospheric kind of sounds, and uh, there was a lot of different instruments I was experimenting with to try and take it back to that Stone Age sound, which was very hard, but uh, at the same time, I still want it to sound you know, up there with all the greats. Like, I, that, that's what, why I kind of quit K-Man back in two, 2010, was like, I wasn't getting the sound that I wanted to. Like, I could, you know, keep making what we were making, but it wasn't impressing me, so I don't think it would impress anyone else. You know, mm-hmm. It was fun doing it, but I ain't going to do it if it sounds like shit. And to me, I think, I, I've got goosebumps when I'm listening to it, so I think it's got to be, it's got to be working for something. Mm. And so your music is, is loosely slotted into the shock rock category, mate, but after hearing a couple of your songs, it's much more than that. So how would you describe Caveman Sound? 
Oh, it's very versatile. I, I, even with my own project, uh, Kid Crusher is a rap metal thing. It's versatile there. I can't make an album where it, one song sounds like every other song. I, I get bored with doing the same sound. So, like, uh, I'm definitely going to go for a different influence. Like, you'll hear a different kind of band in, in every song I reckon. Like, uh, like everything stems from, like I say, Berserk and Slipknot to Korn. Like, I really went Korn with the bass. Um, my first band that ever got me into metal was Fear Factory. So there's Fear Factory in there. Um, but the theme is heavily, like I say, so like it can compare more to Slipknot and Mudvayne and et cetera like that. Um, but then I'd go out and try to do black metal on one song with Cradle of Filth and Mayhem kind of inspired. There's a System of a Down style, Tenacious D. I just, yeah, I, I get a blender full of everything you can think of and smash it all together. <laughs> I didn't get, there's no rule book for me on this album. <laughs> cool. And you mentioned um, Trotty playing drums, mate, but he wasn't on the album. So is he more just a touring part of the band, or? Uh, yeah, well, um, he actually flew down because um, he's when he said he didn't want to contribute drums anymore uh, to the album. Um, he wanted to contribute something to the album, so he did a few vocals on the album. We did a, a, a cover song of Vanilla Ice, Ice Baby. Oh, cool. <laughs> but but uh, yeah, so there's a little bit of rapping here and there, still metal rap. But uh, yeah, he uh, Todd. Did lay down a few vocals. I think it was like four or five songs. Um, but yeah, he, he's definitely involved for the live aspect of it. With he's not too busy with King Parrot. We do have other guys fill in. This is another um, stem influence from Berserker. How he told me to employ backups. So we had several people in this band. But the main, you know, the main, main music and everything and drive comes behind me. So looking back through your uh, catalogue and your history, mate, you guys featured on the Nickelodeon Kids' Choice Awards with a metal version of the SpongeBob SquarePants theme song, mate. Did, did you win? <clears throat> oh, no, we didn't. But <laughs> <laughs> we didn't even get, like, broadcasted, oh. but Nickelodeon wrote us back, and they were like, wow, this is great. And it got, like, featured on a few, like, uh, MySpace articles and stuff. It went viral. It's still, it went viral just a few weeks ago on TikTok. I don't even know how, but there was a bunch of little kids TikToking the, our, our song, and I'm looking at it like, do they know who we are? <laughs> like, it's, it's okay. Like, I'm fine with it. You know, it's, it's cool. Like, I, I really don't think, like, it, it went viral with our name on it this uh, majority of the time, though. So that, that's that's fine, but, like, we are yeah, pretty well known from that song, and it's fun doing it live because everyone knows the lyrics. Um, but yes, uh, we didn't we didn't actually get on TV or anything, but Nickelodeon acknowledged it, which was great. And they, they didn't even expect bands to do it. They I was watching Nickelodeon, and they're like, uh, get, "Film yourself doing the, the cover uh, cover to SpongeBob to win some win something." Or I can't remember what it was. And I, instantly, I jumped in the studio and made made the remix of it. I'm pretty sure we were one of the first people to do a metal remix of Sponge. This was back 2005, I believe. So this is very old. But it's still it's still going viral today. That's good. That's 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 pretty cool. <laughs> I fucking know that it is. It's probably lucky you didn't get anywhere with it though, mate. Like if you had jumped up on stage in your outfits and performed, children would still be having nightmares. Oh, <laughs> uh, we, we we did we did have a have a different image back then. It was only two of us. Like I said, it didn't really become a band. It's in 2010. So um, yeah, it, it's definitely come a long way since then. Yeah, oh, cool. So you mentioned before about leaving the band. So like after releasing your album and touring, Caveman went into hibernation in 2012 before releasing uh, Gondon One Land on vinyl for its 10th anniversary in 2020. So what changed to make you come back and try again? Like I said, it was um, I always like when, when when we left in 20. Well, uh, Bits Pieces Todd kind of left for a different band. But he didn't leave. He just said, you know, he's busy doing other stuff, and like we just did a whole touring and everything uh, 
pretty much we said we're just gonna let it freeze and we'll come back to it later <laughs> everyone kind of got really busy like my other project kid crusher got really busy around the same time the last few years so like it's been in the back of my mind that and with the production value i didn't think i i could produce it as well as i wanted to <laughs> so yeah as soon as the 10 year anniversary crept up it was around 2018 i was already plotting this album and it should have came out in 2020. We were set to uh, perform in Brisbane in 2020 as well. And obviously, we don't know why that didn't happen. Uh -huh. But <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, just getting the sound. As soon as I figured out how to how to make a metal album that sounds you know more plausible than the last one, I'm I, I'm gonna like I gotta bring this back. And I'm fully driven to keep it going if there's a, a fan base for it, um, so to say. Uh, but like even more, even now it doesn't have a huge family. I'm still happy to do it. So like maybe next 10 years, every 10 years, like Jeepers Creepers, every 10 days, <laughs> you know, he comes back and kills and he's hungry, something like that. <laughs> and what about this year, mate? What are your plans for the rest of the year? You've got any or is it too early to start? Well, we, we are, uh, we've been getting offers here and there to do shows. Um, but this is before the album came out. So now we just wanted to fish the album out there and, gain some momentum and we're happy to accept shows probably going to jump on some festivals uh, if they, they start showing up and covid calms down but yeah no, no huge plans yet we're just yeah trying to get everyone to know the albums out and see what they'll think about it well uh, where can people find out more about the band and hear the album and your music bro provided they could get the spelling correct uh, <laughs> we'll spell it for us they would find it on Spotify, Apple, everywhere for the music. Uh, and uh, we've got caveman.com, um, every social media, Facebook, Instagram, we're all on there and active. Even Twitter. We're still tweeting on Twitter, though no one really can hear the echo of the tweets, but they're there. <laughs> and just to confirm, the spelling of that is capital K, lowercase C, A, sorry, A, I'll start again. Capital K, lowercase C, A, V, E, capital M, A, N, is that correct? Uh, e N, but you know, caveman, caveman, but yeah, just just caveman with an extra K in front of it. That's all. Too easy. All right, guys. Well, thanks very much for your time, mate. Been a pleasure speaking to you, and hopefully this kick gives it a bit of a kickstart because there's some pretty fucking good music, mate. It deserves to be heard. I oh, appreciate you. Thank you very much. No, it's all, brother. Take care, man, and we'll talk soon. You too. Cheers. Say goodbye your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.